I'm Zach Weiss, and you're listening to Across the Cavs on the Basketball Podcast Network. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome inside the latest edition of Across the Cavs. Oh my goodness, what a night! 71! 71 points for Donovan Mitchell. This win is just incredible for so many reasons. And we're going to talk about this game in great detail and about Mitchell and more. But first, the bigger story tonight. Yes, bigger than Donovan Mitchell becoming the seventh player to score 60 points in the game in Buffalo, or rather in uh, Cincinnati. There was supposed to be an NFL game tonight between the Bengals and the Bills. And on their first drive of the game, Cincinnati drove down and scored a touchdown. Buffalo matched with a field goal to make it 7-3. And on defense, during the next drive, the third of the game, Damar Hamlin, a defensive player for the Buffalo Bills, who came in the day leading the team in tackles, uh, suffered an injury. And, you know, football's tough. Guys go down. But this was a very serious injury. Because after this injury... Play stopped. They brought an ambulance onto the field. He had to be administered CPR. And you saw the entire Bills team in tears in a prayer circle. The entire team. Everybody went back to the locker room. And the game is not going to be played tonight. So prayers up to DeMar Hamlin. Really hope you get well soon. I really hope you, you can get well. And... It's a very scary situation. So prayers do go up to Damar Hamlin. And you got to hope that he'll be able to survive this and be okay. You know, it's a, it's a very serious thing to have to, before you can be taken off an ambulance, to have to be given CPR. You know, you never want to think like that. You know, we're thinking Monday night, it's football, it's fantasy championship. But of course, there's a lot more to it than that. Really hope you're okay, Damar Hamlin, and that we will get positive updates in the days to come. But the show goes on with basketball. Again, prayers up, Damar. How about the Cavs tonight? 145-134 was the victory over the Chicago Bulls. I mean, just wow. Truly wow. If you missed this game, I'm very sorry that you missed this game. It was the second time in three days we're playing Chicago without Evan Mobley and without Darius Garland, okay? And if I tell you that we're down 21 in the second quarter, we're down 18 at the half, how would you react? Is this going to be another dud? What's what's going to happen? Well, Don, Donovan Mitchell had 16 points at the half. We know he's had some not-so-great performances of late. If you check the final box score... And you see 71 points, 8 rebounds, and 11 assists. (laughs) This This is insane. This is insane. Not only does he score 70 points, but you think about the last two guys to score 70, which are the ones that we've seen in in our current era of basketball of sorts. 2005-2006, late January of 06, Kobe Bryant scores 81 on the Raptors. That was a game the Lakers won by 18 points. He absolutely went off 
but the the score difference was a little different. He was doing something insane, and that's the second most points ever scored, and he gets all of my flowers. He gets everybody's flowers. He deserves all those flowers because of how good he was that night and, well, how he always was, but that night specifically. And I was lucky enough – excuse me. I was lucky enough to be in person to watch Devin Booker score 70. And now he did it. He scored 70. It's real. I think it's the first time a guy scored 70 points in a blowout like that with his team getting crushed and then kind of celebrating. But this was March 24th of 2017. You know, it was a wild day. It was in Boston. The Suns lost the game by 10. They were down by 23 at halftime. They scored 77 after the break. What's more impressive possibly about Booker's game, not the Mitchells, because it doesn't come close. He started that game with Tyler Eulis. Alex Len, Derek Jones Jr., also present for tonight's game, and Marquise Chris. And the only other guys to suit up were Jared Dudley, Alan Williams, and Leandro Barbosa. Going against the Celtics team that at the time had a lineup of Isaiah Thomas, Jalen Brown, Al Horford, Amir Johnson, and Jay Crowder. Avery Bradley was out. Marcus Smart played 31 minutes off the bench. There was a lot of smack talk on that one, in that one. I remember it well. It, 70 is 70 but now tonight Devin Booker or excuse me Donovan Mitchell scores 71 he's sitting at 55 the Cavs franchise record for points is 57 LeBron and Kyrie have both done that so he gets fouled and with four and a half seconds we're down three what do we do now he makes the first Mitchell had a busy day at the free throw line he took 25 free throws made 20 of them made all the ones that mattered have to miss a second on purpose. It's become a big thing in the league recently. Luca's done it twice in the last week. Week, that's it, in the last seven days. Trey Jones had to do it in the same game, and now it's our turn. Robin Lopez comes into the game. Some way, somehow, Donovan Mitchell ends up with his own missed free throw back in his own hands where he lays the ball up in it. That ties the game at 128 with three seconds, and it also gives him a franchise record 58 points in a single game. So now the game goes to overtime. Anything can happen. Both teams had some empty possessions, and the Cavs come down. Mitchell fires up a three, and it gives him the first 60-point game in Cavs history. He gets to the basket a couple more times, impressively, to score. He's sitting on 66. And what does he do? He breaks out of a double team in an eight-point game, fires up a three, bangs it from 28 feet, playing in his 49th minute of the game. And then after getting fouled, whether it was on purpose or they were trying to actually come back, I don't know. I am happy that the Bulls did foul and Don got a chance at the line. The whole bench was going crazy. They knew the stats. He calmly stepped up, made both. And he scored more points than Devin Booker. The Cavs, the team, scored 145. This is after only scoring 47 in the first half. Yeah, we were down by 18. The Cavs gave up 30 points in all four quarters and yet managed to get to overtime and eventually win the game. Now, this is really about Donovan Mitchell. That's the reason I'm recording here. It's because of what Don did. But we have to give some credit. Kevin Love, his defense has been suspect all season long. 12 points and 17 rebounds. Made some key defensive plays. Karis LeVert shot two for 13. We did have a massive three in the fourth quarter to cut the gap or the deficit, whatever you want to call it, to three. 
Jetty Osman, 19 points, four assists, had some incredible plays. Isaac Okoro had a couple of very impressive offensive tip-outs on rebounds. There was a juncture in the game where the Cavs were down 15, about to give it up the other way. Okoro saved possession, ended up with a Donovan Mitchell three-pointer. Can't forget that. Lamar Stevens, a bit of a rough day. Jared Allen, 21-8. and eight. Some really big baskets in the waning moments of this one. I, th this game is truly, truly spectacular. I mean, you know, the, the Cavs getting this win is something we're not, we can't take for granted. You know, we've had some down moments this season. But now we're sitting at 24 and 14. And... <laughs> Well, a lot more to come. I'm going to take a quick break. Let's hear from DraftKings. The season is heating up, and there are still so many unknown factors. Like how many games the Cavs are going to win? Who's going to win the East? I'm looking to get in on the action, I bet, with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet just $5 pregame money on any NBA team to win their game. You get $150 in free bets if they do. Check this out. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings. Stepped up, same game, parlays. The more legs you add, the bigger the boost, the bigger your shot to win big. I'm looking right now to pick the Cavs to beat the Knicks today, and then the Lakers and the Kings in the next two. Might even think about going SGP. Mitchell points, Garland assists. Why not? So download the app now. Sign up with code TBPN. Place a $5 pregame money line bet on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets if they do. That's code TBPN only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. All right, folks, welcome back. Zach Weiss with you across the Cavs. Aftermath of Donovan Mitchell scoring 71 points. I don't know how many more words I have to describe this. I mean... This is, uh, he's one of seven all time to score 70. LeBron never even scored 60 in a Cavs uniform. He did it for the Heat. It's very impressive. Oh, we're not knocking what he did, but my goodness, 71. That's not a typo. 71. Because he scored more than Booker, only five guys have ever scored more points in a game than Donovan Mitchell. We thought he was impressive scoring 57 in the bubble. He lost that one, by the way. This is insanity. This is absolute insanity. And he had 11 assists. Darius Garland was out of the lineup. So Don had to play point guard. He had 11 assists. Four turnovers. That's really not that bad with how much he had the ball. And the Cavs as a team, while they did struggle... At times, offensively, they still managed only 10 turnovers the entire game. And Chicago only had seven, for that matter. Both teams took good care of the ball. On the Chicago side, we can't forget this. DeMar DeRozan actually had an incredible night, even though he really wore down, as you, you saw in overtime. He did have 44 points, four assists, and four steals on 16 of 32. He had his moments. They definitely didn't get Zach Levine enough looks. He was 7 of 18. He had a very quiet 26, 6 and 6. Nikola Vucevic broke the tie with 36 seconds to make a three-pointer. Instead of just jacking up a triple, the Cavs, like most teams would, they would jack up to three. 
They moved the ball around and they ended up going inside. So they got the basket in close to the rim. They got the ball, excuse me, in close to the rim where Jared Allen scored a basket twice. One on an alley-oop dunk with not much time. So guts. Vucevic probably only had eight shot attempts. I don't think that's enough from Chicago's perspective. I'm sure they'll talk about that. He had 20 and 13. Tasumu finished with 11 and five assists. Their bench did very little. Getting Caruso to foul out of the game was huge because of the defense he could have played on Mitchell in those late moments. Kind of surprised. We only got 10 minutes of both Kobe White and Goran Dragic. Kobe did make those two big free throws. I'm not a Bulls fan. You guys know I'm a Cavs guy. I don't watch the Bulls every night, but I will say that maybe they should have gotten more minutes for Goran and Kobe White. And why would they go away from Andre Drummond in the second half? Something that we'd be okay with in Cleveland based on how the tenure ended, and they even did when Jared Allen took over for him in the rotation, you know, his minutes. So he didn't play in the second half. He only played seven minutes. He was plus five. He had six and four, a couple of easy buckets. Chicago could have added more points to their lead if they had stayed big. Vucevic only sat for, what, three minutes in the second half? They gave those minutes to Derek Jones. We're definitely lucky that Javante Green did not play. He's had some very strong performances of late. Scoring 12 uh, with three rebounds against the Cavs in the last one. He's a solid defender. Gives him good athleticism. So we're definitely fortunate we didn't see Javante Green on the court. But yikes. For Chicago, they had been playing good basketball. They got within three games of 500. We've beaten them twice. We can be, we should be very happy about that as, as, a, as a Cavs fans. As Cavs fans, excuse me. It's incredible how a team can go 5-1. and one. They can beat the likes of the Milwaukee Bucks. They have also, like us, have two wins over the Celtics. And then can lose to the Cavs without two starters twice in a row. But this was a Bulls podcast. I don't know what I'd be saying right now. Thankfully, we don't have to worry about that. I'm not going to be talking smack about how DeMar couldn't close the game or the shot he took or how he gave up on his mid-range and started shooting threes. DeMar DeRozan shooting six threes is, is not even a top three storyline from this game. And with how rare he's been shooting them these days, I mean, the six threes are the most in the last 10 games. He'd only taken three in the previous four. He doesn't like the three ball. He made 50 last season. This year is averaging about one per game. So the fact that he took six does matter because he likes to get to the mid-range. He's more effective. He's an 89% free throw shooter, by the way, which is a career high. We should give DeMar some props while we're here. because This is his 14th NBA season. He's still playing at this level. He can drop 40. You know, LeBron James has made it look ridiculous in his 19th year, putting up 50 and 10 assists on his birthday almost. But for DeMar to be in year 14 doing this, you know, only the greats can keep going as they get into their mid to late 30s at the same level. So give DeMar a lot of credit, you know, but they definitely have some stuff to figure out. You know, I, I don't think I was wrong on the, the podcast last week talking about how the Bulls' lack of a playmaker or facilitator would play against them. On that perimeter with Levert, Osman, Okoro, Mitchell, Cavs guarded very well when they absolutely needed to over the final six and a half minutes, regulation and overtime. Other than that Vucevic three, the Bulls offense had gone cold and Kevin Love was leading the charge on the glass where the Cavs ended the game plus five. 
Levine led them in assists, but they don't have really anybody that can be that guy to set up open shooters. There were a number of occasions, and while the Cavs bench only had seven assists, Neto, Okoro, Osman, a lot of those were to open shooters. Lamar Stevens made some good passes to open shooters. He had two assists. It was Mitchell hitting Osman and Allen and Kevin Love. Timely dishes, timely dimes, and they got it done. I'm I'm just so proud of this team. Had their ups, you know. They've they've had their downs. This is a win that we're gonna be celebrating for a long time. I, I'm this. I've obviously been recording here for about what 14, 15 minutes, and I'm almost out of things to say. You know, I'm just beyond proud. You know, there's a reason we watch every game. There's a reason they say it's not over till it's over. Imagine tuning out of this one at any time in the third quarter when when it was rocky before the run happened. And just on that note, to kind of continue, there's times where a team is down big, they peak before crunch time, and they run out of juice. When you're without Evan Mobley and Darius Garland, Mobley, by the way, not only serves as the starting four, but the backup five. So he wasn't available to do that today. He was out. Darius Garland, who's your primary facilitator, he's your he's your point guard. He's one of your franchise players. You paid him the biggest contract in Cavs history. He's coming off an all-star appearance. He's not available either. Ricky Rubio is not here. Dean Wade's still not here. Now, we're not going to talk about them in the same light as Darius and Evan, but they're still not there. They're missing a lot of guys. And Robin Lopez comes in and gives them some decent first half minutes. And how about Howell Neto? We've talked a lot of smack about him this year. He had a positive net rating. He had a key reverse layup during that fourth quarter surge. It may have actually been late in the third, but 17 minutes plus three. No turn or one turnover. One turnover for your backup point guard in 18 minutes who had to make some tough passes and navigate some, some tight D. Give him credit. <clears throat> for all the things the Bulls struggle with, their guards can defend at a high level. Well, that is if we're talking about Caruso and Desumu. A lot to be desired from Kobe, Goron, and Levine. But, man, this is a great win, guys. I mean, it did help that the Cavs got 45 free throws. And before you say the game was refed poorly, the Bulls also got 33. I mean, the game kind of was refed poorly, but Don drew contact well, and we made our shots when we absolutely needed to. Jared Allen, six offensive rebounds. Played a part. You know, they kept so many possessions alive. 71 points. Holy crap. It, it, I, I could think of so many words to describe Donovan Mitchell's game. And, I mean, he was just beautiful out there today. Donovan Mitchell, 71 points, 8 rebounds, and 11 assists. I have nothing else to add. This is incredible. I honestly, this is the first time in a long time this has been the case. I've paid no attention to any other NBA games that have happened tonight. The only other thing I saw was that Kyrie tip dunk, which reminds me of why they give him such a high dunk rating in NBA 2K. That's why, because he's like that. My goodness. And last note, official last note, Luka Doncic tonight, 
37 points, 12 rebounds, and 8 assists in 41 minutes. The fact that he had to play 41 minutes against the Houston Rockets, a little troubling for Dallas. We'll be happy to get a win. But, man, they can't keep riding their starters like this all season. Don't tell me Jason Kidd's going to become Tom Thibodeau. Let's be happy about this one. We're playing a Phoenix Suns team in what I'm going to call a trap game for Wednesday. They lost to the Knicks by 19 in an afternoon game on the road in New York today. The Suns read all the comments. They hear what we're saying. Devin Booker might be out, but they still got Chris Paul. Still got all-NBA defensive king, Mikhail Bridges. They still got DeAndre Ayton, who I think could be a handful if they use him properly in the post. You know, don't sleep on this matchup. You know, it's not going to be easy. It's definitely a trap game. We're coming off the Chicago win, riding high. Donovan just played almost 50 minutes. We don't know if Garland or Mobley will be back. So take this one seriously. It'll be great to get a third straight win and a second one in a row to start the new year. But that'll do it for this edition of Across the Cavs. Donovan Mitchell scores 71 post-game reaction. Uh, DeMar Hamlin, please, please be okay. Please get well. You know, and we will see you on the next episode of Across the Caps. Until next time, I'm Zach Weiss saying good night.